Disclaimer, this podcast was not made to slander or speak ill of any author we will soon talk about. We will try our best to disassociate the author from their books. This is a book discussion, and we are just speaking our opinions and not just speaking negatively about any book. And this is a spoiler warning. Hey guys, so currently it's just me and Doris because Isabel has some other school stuff that, you know, she should definitely prioritize, so you're stuck with us, basically. Yeah, for the foreseeable future, you're just gonna be stuck with me and Anya. We'll be, like, too over, like, too high energy. We probably will be, like, screaming half the time, honestly, without Isabel as a mediator being, yo, chill down. So, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time, honestly. (laughs) So, for this week, we are talking about this book that... I think both of us discovered on like an overdrive library, like our overdrive Mm -hmm. libraries, because it was like an event where everyone was reading it and it was like no holds, all that. And so both of us read it without even talking to each other about it. I know. Oh my god. Usually when I read a book, I automatically go, Anya, you should read this, no matter if it's good or not, because if it's not good, I can, like, rant about it to Anya, and if it is good, well, perfect, we can just talk about it and be like, yo, great times out here, but this was one of those books where I was just like, you know, I feel like this is gonna be, like, my book, like, this is just, like, a nice, (laughs) like, cool book, (laughs) it was, like, a fun read, it wasn't a big series or anything, oh, we should... Preface. We should say We're what book about it love is. lettering. <laughs> yeah. It's by Kate Claiborne. So. Yeah. It's a really nice book. It's like very chill. So that's why I didn't feel the need to talk to Anya about it. But then she read it and she's like, oh my god, it's so cute. I'm like, yeah, it is. And you know, it fell a hold I like I didn't know I had without Anya to talk about it. Yeah, it's like both of us gave it three stars, which is kind of ironic because normally, like, it's two stars. That's, like, the, yeah. you know, I don't care if you hear, like, me rant about this. But, like, both of us gave it three stars. We said it was good, but then we were like, eh, we don't really need to talk about it. But here we are. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because two stars, according to Goodreads, it's it's okay. So I think of two reads as two stars as average yeah and three stars is above average but then I look at my reviews and I'm like dang that's kind of harsh because usually people rate it like four stars five stars but five star books have to do something special to my heart in order to get there it's like a different level also if you know we're talking about goodreads go follow us or friend us we need more friends (laughs) it's called I think it's just called book expectations honestly I'm I'm not really gonna check but (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it just like go to our link tree. You'll find it. Yeah, like we have good we times have... on Goodreads. Honestly, yeah, it's great. Like Doris writes reviews. It's yeah, I know most wonderful. of the reviews. Like except for like two, they're all me. So you can yeah, they're spoiler free too. So yeah, oh my god, if you're listening to this right now, even though we had a spoiler um, <laughs> warning in in the beginning, so hopefully you've clicked off. Um, you can read it there. Yeah. But Love Lettering is such a chill book. It's one of those books I would recommend to my friends who aren't readers, per se. Yeah. Because huge fantasy book series. Like, I love, love, love Six of Crows. But it's intimidating, and I accept yeah, that Yeah, there's just so much going on. You can't expect everyone to be down to read it. Yeah. 
like literally at first when I first read Six of Crows, I wasn't really a fan of it. I was like, this doesn't even make sense. There's no like, nothing's really happening. I have no clue what these Grisha are because I didn't read the Grisha trilogy before. I still haven't read the Grisha trilogy. <laughs> we don't talk about it, but you know, it's just scary, I guess. Yeah. So anyways, mm-hmm. Love Lettering is a nice chill book. Yeah, it's about like, this is the very broad summary. So there's this girl, her name is Meg, and she, she does like calligraphy and like planning type stuff, like hand lettering. At um, She's like an independent person, but she works at a store sometimes. And so the whole like intro is basically she's recalling this memory of this guy who came in with his fiance, or like I guess the fiance came with in with him. But, like, yeah. they planned their wedding. And so she hid the message, mistake, which... That was a mistake. Yeah, that's just... Um, I mean, like, I get why she did it. But at the same time, just, like, why? Why? Yeah, I... Honestly, I'm nosy, too. So I understand. I would probably do the same thing. Maybe not as direct as mistake. Or, like, even just, like, how it was hidden, it's pretty obvious. Like, I would have made it more obscure or something. Maybe scrambled up the letters or something like that. But, hmm. Mistake. Mm. Yeah. And so it ends up, like, so the guy, his name is Reed, and his wedding actually ends up never happening. I know. Crazy tea. Yeah. (laughs) It's, It's a whole, like, drama because, you know... Oh, his fiance was his boss's daughter too. Oh my god, so much happened, and I like forgot most of it. But it's just so much. The boss set them up. Yeah, isn't that weird? Just like your boss setting you up with your future wife because they were about to get married, and oh, I don't know. It's just like ooh. Yeah, but basically Reed, who's, I don't know if I said this already, I probably did, but Reed's the guy, and so he, he's, like, super into patterns, because he's a numbers guy, and so he deciphers it, he deciphers it, who could, who could have saw that coming, um, and so, like, there's this whole thing where she's, like, kind of trying to apologize, but she's also going through her own, like, creative block if you will and so she's just like actually can you come look at letters with me and he's like okay and they fall in love that's yeah yeah it's a very cute book i will say because you know reed he's very awkward he's like the gentle giant of like yeah trope which is really sweet because you know he was like the first description of him was literally the most attractive guy she's ever saw so you know we're talking like high levels like hmm who's a celebrity like harry styles per se you know Uh, yeah but when i first like saw reed at first i thought of him as this charismatic the dudes dude like the mm, mm, mm guy yeah like uh and then he Gross. opened his mouth, and he, like, stuttered, and he was like, oh, mm, uh, and he said, like, some really harsh things to Meg, because obviously he doesn't know how to socialize. Relatable. Yeah. I can't socialize either. Same. <laughs> and so, it's just so interesting to see how their relationship developed throughout the book. I really liked this book, mostly, like, I don't know, maybe it was just where I was at when I read it, but, like, 
it just made me realize like I actually do like contemporary and same I totally forgot that I actually like it because you don't have to worry about like world building and like even like words that are in like foreign or like made up languages it's just it's very realistic and like they're more their flaws are more realistic too because you can actually apply them to like your life yeah I've always had a thing for contemporaries but then I got into that stage of my life where I was just like contemporaries they're nice and all but I'd rather read these huge fantasy series getting myself into like a million book slumps because you know stuff like an ember in the ashes after that ending if you know what I mean, you know, you gotta take a break. So, yeah. I don't know. Contemporaries are just so nice to get right out of that book slump with something more chill, something more with just a less crazy plot, even though Love Lettering was still pretty crazy, but it was more chill than, you know, Throne of Glass or something like that. Yeah. It's like, the whole thing also is that Reed says that he hates New York and he, like, he wants to leave and... Part of it is his job because he has this whole, like, job scandal going on. Yeah. Where his boss is, like, I don't know. He, like, cheated money. Yeah, you know, business people things. Yeah. And then, but then Meg kind of thinks of New York as her home because her family is, like, like, she left on bad terms. And then her roommate was, like, ignoring her. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very interesting because, once again, it's relatable because they have to be able to communicate. They have to be able to try to understand the other person's point of view on why they want to leave New York. And that's one of the main problems with their relationship because they didn't want to get too close with each other because Reed most likely was going to leave New York, even though he didn't in the end. So, you know, yeah, and like... Oh my god, this was one, like, I don't know, it just felt so refreshing, like, she, okay, so, I think they were at the hotel in, like, New Jersey or something, where Reed was hiding, because he was, like, he just exposed the the big company, and she's like, but you're leaving New York, but I, I'm gonna stay, like, New York's my home, because, you know, she's kind of successful there, and he's like, well, you're wrong, I'm gonna stay in New York, and she's like, really? Because, like, she just wasn't, expecting him to stay there for her and I was like thank you for actually realizing that he has other goals too yeah it was so sweet because it was another one of those like cliches you are my home and I'm like yeah I feel like it was just a good use in that situation like cliches when they're used right it's just so good like the love letter he wrote her lots of cliches in there but my words of affirmation heart felt seen I was very happy with it (laughs) And it was so cute because when they were, like, planning their walks to, I think, look for signs. Because, she, you know, she yeah. had her art block thing. And so she would call him. And, like, even though he wasn't with her there, they would, like, send photos to each other on call. And they'd be like, yeah. look at this sign. And, like, they try to spell out, like, their favorite food or their color something like that. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. I know. It's just so cute. Like, I think of how they first started to talk. Because, obviously, once again, Reed, very awkward. He mansplained slash manterrogated the crap out of Meg. And Meg was... She was 
angry. She was like, yo, stop. This is my business. Leave me alone. But you know, numbers, dude. He's just like, yeah, but you're probably gonna like insurance. What's gonna happen to you? And she's just like, please stop. Like, I'm good with my life. You don't need to help me. We're like, we're basically strangers. Leave me alone. And he's like, but insurance. And it's just like, And it's not that he had terrible intentions. It's just, like, in the beginning, he was very much rude. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's fair, though, because she kind of wrote that his wedding was a mistake. Yeah. And, like, even if they weren't in love with each other, you don't want some stranger telling you, yeah, your marriage is going to be a mistake, just so you know. But I'll put it it on your wedding invitations. Just... Like, what if one of their guests saw that? And they'll be like, what is this? Um, And they'll probably, like, brush it off. But it's still going to linger in their mind. And you don't mm-hmm. want that. Like, so, I just, like, it's nice. It's refreshing. But, oh, my God. That one part where he was like, yeah, but someone told me it'd probably be a good idea to get out of the house, you know, do stuff. And Meg was just saying... When Meg went was trying to find Reed, and then the secret agent dude came, and she was just like, yo, where is he? And she was talking about, like, how they met and all that, and the secret agent dude was just like, yeah, I was the person that said that he should do stuff, because, you know, he was literally dying trying to figure out, because, you know, his whole job was a fake, basically, yeah. and it's just, it's interesting. It was so cute. It was full circle, full circle yeah, moments. Yeah, and the FBI agent person, like, was, was like, a kind of a diehard romance fan or something. Yeah. And so the FBI agent literally let the address that Reed was staying at, like, slide under the mm-hmm. radar. And that was then so cute. when um, Meg went to visit, the other agents were like, how did she get here? What? And the FBI agent was like oh, must have slipped slipped my attention or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I remember she was saying how she wished her girlfriend wrote her a love letter. And, yeah. you know, this is what I'm figuring out. I'm pretty sure that Meg's love language is words of affirmation because she thought Reed hated her because guess what? He kind of comprehend his thoughts and he kept stuttering when he was around her. And she was just like, okay, I guess he doesn't love me or anything or else he would tell me or something like that. So it makes sense. And that's why she saw the love letter and she was like, he will stay for me in New York. And yeah. And it's like... It's kind of ironic, I guess, because her job is, like, lettering. But it's, like, lettering words, not, like, lettering letters. And so then it's just, like, it's so cute. It's so cute. Also, her, it's definitely words of affirmation because, like, whenever he said, like, good job or something, her heart would, like, flutter. And also, didn't he have, like, an accent? Or or was that just my (laughs) imagination? He might. That makes him better. I think he... I don't know, his family was in, like, Maryland. So. Oh. Oh, yeah, Maybe. darn. Well, I mean, it's fine. I kind of imagined still... him with a British accent, though, to be honest. I did, too. I imagined him like Joe Alwyn. Same! Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was, he's, he, like, he was described as this perfect guy, the awkward guy. And, you know, us being diehard Swifties... Well, not diehard, but, you know, Swifties enough. Yeah. We just, like, everything, just think 
we just think of Taylor you know, and Alwyn. I also Alwyn. thought of Will Trainer because, um, <gasps> like, honestly, it, I guess I was under the impression that, like, you know, because Will Trainer was always upset when he was, like, you know, being babied and stuff. Yeah. Will Trainer for me before you, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't know, I was kind of imagining, like, a mix of them, because I think he might have yeah. been brunette, so I was, like... I was thinking of a mix between Finn, not Finnick, who dare, <laughs> Sam Claflin and Joe Alwyn. More Joe Alwyn, but like with Sam Claflin's eyes, I guess. Because yeah, Sam Claflin's so not blonde. like the same. <laughs> yeah. And so, I don't know. I was thriving because, you know, love Sam Claflin. He was a part of my Thanksgiving gratitude thing. <laughs> yeah. So, I love I that. that. <laughs> but. I don't know. I just think that Reed was really nice looking in my head. Would like yeah, to point that yeah, out. Because, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, he was just sweet. He wasn't, yeah, he kind of mansplained in the beginning, but he was just looking out for her, you know? I think also, sorry, I, I'm still thinking about Will Trainer, but like, I think also <laughs> it's just like the way that they met where like he was rude to her at first and she was like trying oh, yeah. to be bubbly, but then also... There, it's so much going on because Reed is also in Serpent and Dove, and I know you were reading that like oh, right before. Yeah. Or, no, you read it right after, so you were talking uh-huh. about Reed from there. And then um, I was reading, I no, I was listening to um, TBR podcast. If you know, you shout out to them. Yeah, we love your podcast. But um, and they were talking about how much they loved like me before you, and so then I was associating Meg with Lou, and then I was, you know, it was just a whole cycle. I made this crazy discovery when I was reading, you know, my reads from Serpent and Dove and Love Lettering because both of them are awkward. They're very proper. They don't, they're not good with words, per se. And so, I don't know. I just made that connection. Now I associate all reads with that kind of thing, like that kind of cliche. So, you know, if your name's Reed... I already have a vision of you, <laughs> blonde, blue eyes, because they well, both have blue eyes, Serpent right? and Dove is a redhead, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, he's a redhead. But, I mean, you know. Maybe strawberry blonde. Yeah, like, same genre. Yeah, but it's very nice. I did not imagine him as a redhead, by the way. Would like yeah, to point yeah, that out. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even but, talking about, like, Serpent and Dove yet. Maybe a future episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, just saying that right now. Yeah. Oh no. I, I prefer Reed from Love Lettering over Reed from Serpent and Dove, my personal Same. preference. I just think Reed from Love Lettering has more respect to women juice inside of him, so no hate to Serpent and Dove, but just he my learns too. Opinion. Reed also learns then, just through a stranger, more aggressive way. Yeah. We don't talk about it. <laughs> but Going back to love lettering, I just think that the way their relationship dynamics were, it's just so cute because, you know, Meg, she just wanted, like, someone to tell her, you're doing a good job because, you know, her roommate was not doing well. What's her roommate's name again? Sibby. Like, they had, her, Sibby. her roommate was jealous of her because her roommate was I like, know. you're so successful and I'm not. Yeah. 
Which is also a very realistic thing because, like, they moved to a different state together and, like, an apartment. Mm -hmm. That won't happen to us, though. Yeah. And New York was, like, her dream. And she was all like, yeah, but I brought you here. New York was kind of my thing. But then you were thriving in New York. You were doing so well. You were being successful. You were a girl boss. And I'm just stuck here trying to get some acting jobs. And honestly, I low-key felt that. (laughs) But, like, it won't happen to us. Yeah, it won't. Guys, don't worry. It won't happen. We are... We are like glue. We stick together. They're and Isabel too, but Isabel's just not here right now. Yeah, she's not here. So, you know. Hopefully she's but... studying. Isabel, if you're listening, you better have been studying. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But anyways, I just think that the way Meg would just try to talk to Reed and try to bring him out. And then when Reed was like, he would be stressed about work or whatever and Meg would be like yo and she would like brighten his day and like and it's just like again with like lettering and letters and communication like the whole reason they had arguments was really just because they couldn't communicate until the very end and like first of all that's so realistic but then also it's just like it's nice to see that it's not some big like big issue it's just a tiny thing that applies to everything else you know oh my god so one of their biggest arguments in like the beginning of the book they were in central park meg was already annoyed because she was at the client one for clients what's the client's name Uh, again it's a princess person (laughs) yeah lark 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 and she was annoyed because you know lark's husband Mm -mm. not such a a fan I know, his shark tooth necklace. Yeah, ugh. Like, no offense <laughs> to people that have that, but, like, on yeah. a leather chain, or a leather, a leather tie yeah. thing. I don't know, man. Yeah. But he was uh, so rude to his wife, like. I know, and he was, he didn't let Lark choose what she wanted, even though, we're, let's be honest here, Lark is obviously the breadwinner. She's making that money. And yeah. what is he doing? exactly it's her house i bet she's paying the mortgage come on and so that's just very annoying so obviously meg being her little feminist self she was like yo i'm annoyed what is this and reed you know ooh, his job's not doing well he's like brooding and he's just he wanted meg to cheer him up and so little to say they got into an argument and you know, I play music when I read sometimes, and usually it's fine. Usually it's, like, completely unrelated, but sometimes it is related, and that's yeah. when it really hits me. You know what was playing all too well by Taylor Swift? Moment of silence for me during that moment. Yeah, that is pure heartbreak. I thought I said moment, moment Sorry. of silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, but the maybe we got lost in translation part was playing and that really hurt because they were literally having a lack of communications and and like lettering is like translations and she also thought of like letters like they spoke to her and then sometimes they spoke to her wrong and that's why she wrote mistake. (gasps) 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And he was literally confronting her on how she she wrote mistake in his wedding invitations and then lack of like loss in translation and oh my god. It was it was a rough time. I was like crying on the inside because once again me and Anya didn't really talk about this book. So she just knew that I was having a breakdown over some couple argument. Yeah, and you're just like, was, Oh my god, this song came on and I was like Oh man, that must be rough. And then I read it and I was like, oh, this part. Yeah. Oh my God. Literally, I told Anya after she finished and I was like, yeah, it was this part. And she was just like, I'm sorry. I should have reacted more. And I'm like, you should have, honestly. It was a big deal. But I love associating different books with Taylor songs or any song in general. But like Taylor has a very wide variety. So it works. Mm -hmm. But yeah. If you ever check out our Instagram stories, we try to include Taylor. Yeah. In it. She has a lot of very good songs that just fit everything. No. We, we always go on a Taylor talk during the podcast, which yeah. is always just so interesting because we literally repeat the same things over and over again. Like me saying, I love folklore. Anya saying, I love Evermore. Us going, oh my god, sisters. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, it's just No, literally just but... now, I realized you said she has such a wide variety, and then not even 30 seconds later, I was like, oh, she has such, like, her songs fit every situation. I was like, wait. But it's true. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Sometimes I just talk to Anya randomly, and I just, like, say a random Taylor Swift lyric. Like, literally today, when I was asking her if she was ready to record, I went, are you ready for it? Boom, boom, boom. I'm Taylor like, Pose! I know, boom, like, ah, so good. I remember I was, like, ranting about just, like, it wasn't even that big of a deal, but I, but we were talking, and then Doris was, like, so why'd you have to rain on, like, we were, so why'd you have to rain on my parade from, this is why we can't have nice things, Yeah, and Anya, I, at first I got scared, because, you know, what if she doesn't get it? Then that would just be a wasted yeah, opportunity. Yeah, and like, I was, still, it was I was still ranting, and I was like, mm, nice pun, or not nice, not nice pun, but like, nice reference. And then I was like, but anyways, so this happened, and you were like, oh, I'm glad you got the reference. I was like, I know. And then I was like, anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's always so interesting, though, because, you know, it's always really sad when you're you have a passion you're really interested in this thing and other people don't care about it and that's just Mm -hmm. that's the thing that really hurts my heart but yeah like when someone doesn't match the energy i know oh my god literally me with will herndale me with elias me with literally any of my book boyfriends like anya even if she doesn't feel the same way because you know obviously dedicated to gem She'll still try. She'll be like, yeah. I do try. <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair, I do like them, too. It's just, like, not... Yeah. You don't feel my love for Jem like I do, and I don't feel your love for your various book boyfriends like you <laughs> <laughs> You're making me sound, like... <laughs> Unloyal. <It's> okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I know you are. You just have a big heart. You have a lot to share. I have lots of love. I spread love. Not exactly. that you don't spread love. But you're just very loyal. Yes. But <laughs> but that's, like, why it's so great that both me and you, we, like, have kind of the same taste in books. 
Mm-hmm. And we have the same taste in music. We have the same taste in, like, zodiac signs, personality tests. It's great. We are thriving. And if we ever do a episode just on zodiac signs, know that me and Anya work for this. We are having We're gonna a research. great time. Yeah, I know. I literally, like, research, like, what are tourist traits? Because, you know, I the only thing is really bad, but, like, I just know that tourists, they're, like, gluttonous, which yeah. isn't the greatest, but that's, like... It's, like, a rude stereotype, but, like, the one Taurus tourist that I know, she does love food, so I'm, like... <laughs> yeah, I know, same. <laughs> and... But, it's you know, it's awkward, totally fine but... if you don't like food and you're a Taurus. Like, it's, it's when you were born. Yeah. It's the thing, though, because I know a lot of Aries. I know a lot of Virgos. I know a lot of Leos so and Capricorns and all those. So I know a lot about them. But the rest of the signs, like, I don't know, Tor- Taurus, Taurus, whatever, um, Aquarius. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not super into, like, water signs. Yeah, same. Like, Scorpios, I don't really know a lot of those. I don't know a yeah. lot of Cancers. So... What even is the other water sign for Scorpio and Cancer? Pisces? Oh, yeah, Pisces. See, it's confusing because Aquarius is, like, aqua, but I I know it's an air I sign. Know. Oh, my God. Also, if you're wondering, I'm a Libra and Anya's a Virgo. Yeah. And Isabel's an Aries. We're, we're, I think... I think by the time this posts... Isabel's birthday special will have been posted too. If it isn't, it's coming. So yeah, look out for it's it. It's her birthday soon, or yeah. it was her birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's airy season. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> going back to love lettering, I just think it's interesting how you know there's a lot of different dynamics. Exactly, we have Lark and Meg, because you know they they're like. It's a, because Meg, Lark is her, Meg's client, so Lark is, like, kind of her boss, not really, but she's, like, telling yeah. Meg what she wants to do. Plus, Meg already, like, really respects Lark because, you know, Prince, she started princess in that princess movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. And then Sibby and Lark, they're not thriving, and obviously- Well, they, been at the end, they do, but- I know. I really like their resolution at the end Mm -hmm. because, you know, if it was any different, it wouldn't have made sense because at least they acknowledged some of the stuff. Like, when Meg was telling Sibby, she's just like, yeah, but you only, you're only good friends with me when you need, when I need you because, like, you know, like, yeah. When she wasn't, when the whole scandal came out and her business was dying. Well, not dying, but, like, it was not doing well because everyone was like, mistake, 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 what? And I just think that the way that they acknowledged that when most books probably wouldn't have acknowledged that, it was, it was good. It was 10 out of 10. Yeah, and they're, like... The ending was honestly just so satisfying because aside from, like, the whole scandal, like, first of all, Lark left her husband. Thank God. Props to her. She knows her worth. And then, like, Sibby was already moving out. Like, that was, that was, like, decided on. But I, 
I don't know why, because it's kind of obvious in real life, like, in books, it's always like, oh, they're friends again, so she's not gonna move out with her boyfriend, but, like, no, Sydney's gonna move out with her boyfriend, like. Plus, Meg and Reed were a thing, so, like, I don't know, having two boyfriends all around the apartment at the same time would kind of be chaotic, you know? Yeah. So, I understand. Oh my god, but the sleepover with, like, Lark, City and Meg. that. That was so Meg. cute. But then, I was kind of annoyed, because, like, for good reason, like, Meg had to go find Reed. But, like, I she kind of just left them in the morning. But I then know, I guess she left them when... in the car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably, like... Oh, wait, I'm thinking of a different time. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. She was... I don't know, but, like, she left them at some point, and I was like, that's kind of rude, because, like, it's still girls' time or whatever, but they were good friends. Speaking of the scandal, the whole thing was, I did not expect that. I know. (sighs) I was so confused at first, because I was, I, they said a bunch of terms. I'm not the brightest. I didn't know what they were talking about, because I don't really pay attention to Wall Street. So, they were saying about how he was, like, a thing, like, he, like, like, it was some term that they called Reed, and I was just like, wait, what? Like, I didn't understand it at all, to be perfectly honest. But in the end, I kind of got it, but it's still... Yeah, like, like you get the gist of it. You just don't understand, like, the specifics. It's such a surprise that it's almost like she, the author, should have developed it a little bit more. Like, leave a couple more hints, maybe? I don't know. I guess she kind of did, because Reed was, like, so unhappy about his job, and, like... He seemed to have a lot on his plate and, you know, he had to research a lot of stuff and he was so interested in patterns. But, like, I don't know, it was just, it just came so out of nowhere that it was almost a little weird. Yeah, and he wanted to, he had, like, a certain deadline on where when he had to leave New York. Oh, like, yeah. Like, he was, like, very, he's like, August or something like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I kind of liked how unexpected it was because it was unexpected in Meg's life. She was just like, wait, yeah, what? Yeah, because it's like mostly from her perspective. It is from her perspective. So it's just like it comes out when she learns about it, which is like the reader is kind of Meg. Not really, but like you're along with her. I don't know. I just thought, because everything, like... It worked out because remember when Meg was, like, eating her huge ice cream cone and it was, yeah. like, all messy? And then the ex-girlfriend saw Reed and Reed, like, looked, like, shocked and he was, like, agonized and he was, like, oh, no, Yeah, and I Meg do? was, like, oh, my God, does he still have feelings? But yeah. it was actually, oh, Reed's gonna ruin her dad's life. <laughs> yeah, and he's gonna ruin her reputation and her life's gonna be in complete shambles because of him. Oh, no. So, it was a lot. Everything just kept coming at me, and it was not good. And I was, like, trying to finish the book. I wasn't expecting to finish the book at that point. But then it was done, and I was like, wait, what? The entire time? I I literally think I read it in, like, maybe one and a half days. Oh, my God, really? It took me, like, four days. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I think that's <laughs> that's when my like super speedy like addiction to reading books in one day started. I think. 
No, it's insane. The way that Anya has been reading books, it's literally in one sitting, and I'm just trying to keep up, but, like, I can't. No, no, don't try to do that. It's so bad. Like, I literally sit down, and I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna read two chapters today, and then I end up being like, no, I need to read more. I literally, like, skipped, I think I skipped lunch one time, because I was like, oh, well, our lunch break is 30 minutes, so I'll just read, like, three chapters. Uh can't relate (laughs) i don't know i feel like i've been reading books really fast too but most of the books i've read really fast are just really short like 300 pages so it's not gonna take me too long but you know it's still weird looking when i look go on goodreads because i've like it looks like i've read five books four books in a week and i haven't really but then i realized i have and i'm like wait yeah (laughs) so it's not great. We posted about it on our TikTok, actually. Um, yeah. Book Expectations podcast. Yeah. If you look at the TikToks, it's really interesting because me and Anya read the same books, basically. Yeah, I actually kind forgot of. to put love lettering in my TikTok. Yeah. So actually, if you guys noticed that, and like, if you're listening to this podcast, I think we said this in the My Little Pony episode too, but like, you should comment. You should be like, hey, you didn't include love lettering. And I'll be like, <gasps> You guys you listen to our podcast. You can talk Anya. You can be like, yo, where's love lettering, huh? Where is it? Yeah. Disrespect. Or you could be the more like laid back approach because, you know, we don't like confrontation either. We are not a fan of drawing attention to ourselves. So you could just have a secret message. You can just like leave. Um, Is there like a letter, like an envelope emoji probably right i think so i think it has a heart on it but like love lettering perfect (laughs) we're so smart i know we are doing great so just leave that and we'll we'll know we'll be like haha look at that oh my god what's i just think that's a tragedy that reed doesn't like sweets I remember reading that part in the book and I was shocked because I was literally eating candy while I was reading that book. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I mean, I get it. Like, there is definitely an extent of, like, sugar that is just too much. Sorry. But, like... Can't relate. (laughs) I don't know. I think it was just kind of... It was was another dynamic thing. It was, like, because she's, like, so sweet, like, her personality... But, like, yeah. it's also it's also interesting because, you know, like, she has two different personalities, kind of. Because, like, when she's working with clients, mm-hmm. it's always like, I listen to the clients, I'm patient, I'm cool. And then around Reed, she's just like, what the heck is wrong with you? Yeah. It's so interesting, though, because Reed's, like, really tall, apparently. And meanwhile, Meg being, like, I think she was, like, she was she was shorter by quite a bit and she would just be like what 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 is with it but like it's so obvious that she's like the alpha in the relationship yeah like she takes the lead and it's so like it's so interesting and i just love it yeah (laughs) another thing that's like really interesting that like makes sense about their characters is that reed has a lot of siblings that are very similar to him while Mm. meg is an only child and her whole family thing was just crazy. I, once again, did not expect that. I didn't expect a lot of the things in this book. Because it's just crazy. Yeah. It, like, blew up. And, but Reed had, like, a bunch of siblings that were, like, identical to him. They were all very proper. They were just, Yeah, and like, he's, like, the third oldest. So, he, like, had mm-hmm. a lot of responsibility. 
Yeah. And he didn't get that much attention. And he was, like, he was, like, quiet with the rest of them. And so I thought it was really interesting how when Meg went there, she kind of, like, brought more life into his household. And I thought that was cute. I liked when um, Reed's sister was, like, talking to Meg about something. And she's just like, is my brother, like, annoying with numbers? I don't know. It was something where, like, his sister was, like, kind of teasing him, but also, you know, just connecting with Meg that I thought was really cute. Yeah. But that's, like, another thing because Reed, when he, it, like, revealed that he always wanted to be a teacher when he was younger. Yeah. And that's why he hated his job. Well, like, he hated, well, obviously, he hated his job. But instead, he wanted to be a teacher, which, you know, that's so cute. But then he got traumatized, well, not traumatized, but he got scared from being a teacher because the kids were so mean to him. And he was bullied. Yeah, but then at the end, when, like, he and Meg are meeting up for, like, dinner or something, and he's, like, talking about the kids he was teaching, and then Meg is, like, jokingly, she's like, but you love them, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, and it was so cute, because, like, he was, because all the kids, like, admired him, because he was, like, that dude who, like, exposed that one company on Wall Street, and they all admired him, and it was so cute, because he, like... But those, like, college kids, like, the teenagers, they're usually so cruel and they're so mean. And he obvi- he got the brunt end of that by his bullies. And the fact that he felt like he belonged and he was just so excited to be with the kids, like... I also, like, this is kind of unrelated, but, like, at the same time, kind of is. But, like, I saw this Goodreads, like, comment question thing where they were, like, asking if Reed was on the spectrum. I saw that! Yeah, and I think the person that responded was, like, I think Reed, Reed and Meg are both, like, somewhat on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know if that's true, but, like, if that is, then it's, like, it's such a good way to yeah. subtly add that if that is the case. Because it's just, like, it's not said. I saw that question, like, the question post on Goodreads before I really got into the book. So when I met Reed... The entire time, I was just like, that makes sense. Autism. It makes sense. Because, you know, him, like, not really liking to be with people, like, not making eye contact and all that. Like, wow. And he was literally so successful. Like, yes. I know. Also, like, because Meg and um, Reed, like, again, the whole, like, patterns and the hidden Mm -hmm. messages, like, both of them were super, like, into that. They're like, yeah, it speaks to me. It, like... It guides me, and I was like, that is such a beautiful way to almost, like, just represent, like, something that you're passionate about. Yeah, because if you think about it, like, Reed loves math, and Meg loves, like, her letters, so once again. Also, um, when Meg had that interview for that big company, because, like, she was making planners, and, like, she took inspiration from all the signs that she and Reed, like, took pictures of, and she, mm-hmm. like, copied their, not copied, but, like, she took inspiration from the fonts. But then it ended up that that company wanted, like, boring, like, flowers and... Yeah, they wanted her to, like, market on the whole scandal and make secret messages and all of yeah. her things. When she wanted to leave that in the past. And I just think it was such a girl boss move for her to go, yeah, no, I'm not doing this. You're either taking my ideas, you're taking my, like what I was very proud of, or you're not getting me at all. And so I just think it was great. Yeah, and it's like, 
that's just how it is. Like sometimes you have good opportunities, but they're just not opportunities that are good for you. Like, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Because obviously it's a great opportunity. Meg's going to be, she's going to make it big if she took it. But it's not representing who she wanted to be. So yeah. she was like, yeah, nah. Yeah, so. she already had, like, her Instagram and her, like, personal, like, I guess business where she was just independently meeting with clients. And, like, that was just how she wanted to do it. Yeah. Overall, I think that Love Lettering, it's a very nice book you can read it in like multiple sittings i did that it took me around i think it was like four to five days to read it i'm like anya who read it okay i also listened to the audiobook to be fair so okay okay okay. well i read part of it and i listened to the audiobook (laughs) and so i like honestly if someone would be asking for a book recommendation i'd say love lettering because it's just a nice book it's and it's not that popular either so it's mm-hmm. also a plus so you don't get as sucked into those crazy fandoms <laughs> i'm so glad i guess that that was like an event like where everyone mm-hmm. in the world was reading it like because first of all that makes you feel so like warm Connected. that knowing like yeah. other people are reading it at the exact same time and then also it's like good because they're not promoting like no offense but like tiktok has the worst recommendations ever they're so boring and repetitive yeah, it's the same things over and over. Yeah. And no hate, but, like, some of the stuff is just, like, Sarah J. Mass. I, re- like, I respect her writing. I, like, she's, she, she's, she's a good author. She's well-known. She's popular. But she's kind of, she's not the best. She's kind of problematic. And from what I know, Cl- Kate Claiborne, she's not that well-known. But she doesn't have anything harmful in her books, really. Yeah. So... I think it's good to promote those smaller authors who aren't as well-known, but, you know, they're... They're they're just as good. Yeah. And I also think this book was the perfect one for the event because, once again, non-readers could have a great time with this book, you know? Yeah, and it was around Valentine's Day, I think. Yeah. And, oh my god, I was having a great time reading this with Fearless by Taylor Swift in the background. Yes. it's just a very nice book for that. So... If you want to truly embrace the book and, like, the experience, play some Fearless. Yeah, play some love songs. Thank you for listening to Book Expectations with Anya, Doris, and Isabel. Email us at bookexpectationspodcast at gmail.com. That is bookexpectationspodcast at gmail.com for any recommendations on what books you'd like to hear next. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And friend us on Goodreads at Book Expectations Podcast or click the link in our bio.